0: Welcome to the PSDcast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. Now, our our December and January issues both cover electric vehicles, and by far the most recurring topic in the EV space is range anxiety. Everything, Everything else either attempts to solve it directly or supports the solution in a peripheral way. One of the most obvious ways to solve range anxiety is to increase the electric range of hybrids and EVs, but equally important is setting up a massive worldwide network of charging stations. For your average driver to feel comfortable taking an EV for anything but a short commute, they have to know that the electric equivalent to a gas station is right around the corner or wherever they might take a road trip. EV Box has already installed more than 150,000 charging ports across more than 70 countries. And this fall, they brought their level two EV charging station, the ICON, to North America. And that's the subject of today's conversation. On the line, we've got Mark Henderson, the North American Head of EV Box Sales and Marketing for North America Available. Uh, Mark, thanks for joining us. And let's start from the beginning. Why, you know, beyond my my blather from the beginning, why are charging stations so critical towards solving range anxiety?
1: Hi, Jason. Thank you for having me. Uh, You know, you actually covered it quite well, candidly, the... The the charging station is effectively the next generation of what we have always thought of as a fuel pump. And in order for drivers to be super comfortable with acquiring an electric vehicle, they need to know that when they need to charge their cars to refuel, they will be able to. And obviously for 100 years in North America, we've gotten quite used to the idea of a gas station. And if I drive to my parents' house, for example, three hours away from me, I know that I'm going to pass roughly 110 gas stations on the way. So if I have a need to to refuel my car, I would be able to do that. With electric vehicles, it works a little bit differently because unless the charging stations are visible, unless it's obvious where they are, people can find them, they, they have a little bit of insecurity about what if I get halfway there in a somewhat rural area, and suddenly I can't drive my car. So uh, it's a very real phenomenon that people experience, and charging stations and the infrastructure needed to support the electric vehicle are the key to solving that issue for people.
0: Right. Now, uh, but this – this might apply mainly uh, to the U.S., and yeah, I know e- e- Box has already deployed charging stations around the world, but does their deployment fall mainly to government, industry, um, or, or some combination? In, in other words, do we need favorable legislation to push it through, or uh, does it fall mainly to industry?
1: Well, I mean, it's all of the above, of course. Um, the way that we see it and the way that I personally see it is that the the benefits of EVs and having that infrastructure available are so inherently obvious that eventually the market is going to take over. And we don't technically, quote-unquote, need government subsidies or legislation for that to ultimately happen. However, there are... Uh, an inordinate amount of positive benefits that are related to electric vehicle charging and e-mobility generally from societal benefits, uh, pollution benefits, other environmental benefits such as climate change mitigation, and, you know, ultimately economic benefits that like any other industry that government has invested in over time, we believe that positive legislation around that can accelerate the adoption of EVs and get those benefits that much faster into the market. So I would argue that we don't actually need the government support, but it is a, it's an entirely helpful thing. And accelerating that, uh, that that market activity is something the government has been doing, you know, ostensibly forever, and making sure that we're investing in the things that, that are positive for society is a, a good thing. Ultimately, okay. however, the charging is – it ultimately falls on commercial entities and residential customers that's that's where charging is going to happen so I think you mentioned at the beginning there's the concept of fuel stations there's also the concept of you know parking lots or parking garages there's the concept of having these available in the retail outlets and the change in behavior that is going to occur because of that is is going to lead for a need for these uh, these to really be everywhere. And people are going to be able to get used to the idea that almost exactly the opposite of range anxiety, there's going to be ultimately so many stations available that they really have no problem with that. And it's really a matter of pulling customers to those commercial stations, commercially available stations, when um, when, when they need to. And with that, though, there does come a thing that is very important. We we think that utilities are a very important part of this industry, especially in North America. And utilities have obvious interests in bringing people to electric vehicles because of, you know, increased electric load, which is good for the utility. Uh, It also, however, comes with a need for utilities to control the grid and to be able to manage that and make sure that, that they are prepared with uh, whatever make-ready or infrastructure that they need, but also the ability to manage the input and output of the electric grid. So with that, utility incentives, we believe, are actually very important. And we're quite supportive of utilities who want to engage in the electric vehicle industry and provide incentives for customers, both commercial and residential, to help with the investment that is required to um, the, the investment that is required to join the EV industry.
0: Right now, I understand one of the one of the key benefits of of Icon and all EV box chargers is Open Charge Point Protocol interoperability. Uh, c- can you briefly explain how how that works? Certainly. It,
1: open charge point Protocol is a jargony way of talking about the flexibility that we believe is paramount for both EVBox as a company, but also really what we believe is most important for the industry. And the important thing for people to understand is that a charger is not just the hardware unit that you see in front of you when you're charging your car. It is actually two components. It is that hardware, which it's very important for that to be accessible and easy to use and um, available and ADA compliant and, you know, all of the things that that we believe our chargers provide. But it's also important to understand that there is a software component to that hardware that is allowing for the management of the use of that station. So the software does things like allow you to turn the station on or off it allows a commercial entity to charge customers for the use of, of that charger or not, depending on what the, charger, what the commercial entity wants to do. It allows for reporting on how much use is happening. Um, it allows drivers to understand through an app where they can find other charging stations if they need to. Say they're on a long trip and they want to know where they need to stop next in order to charge their car. The app will allow for that, and the charger being integrated into that app uh, allows for that use case. Um, so, there are companies that provide hardware, there are companies that provide the software that manages them, and there are also companies like EV Box that provide both. And there are integrated solutions, but we also believe that it's really important for customers to have the flexibility to choose between that software and that hardware. Software needs change over time. Business needs change over time. And if you end up locking yourself into a piece of hardware that only works with one software network, then you risk having a stranded asset if your software needs change or you risk needing to you know, further invest in, in hardware, then you might have to if you could easily switch the software. So OCPP is a protocol that allows the firmware inside the network station to connect to the software that manages it. And with that protocol, we can freely communicate and integrate with, between any hardware and any software that is OCPP compliant. That kind of flexibility gives customers the choice to find the solution that works best for them. It gives them the choice to change over time if they need to, and it ultimately creates a more competitive, better environment so that both the commercial entity that has the charger there and the driver gain a a continually improving experience and creates a, a better environment for the larger EV industry. So we think that OCPP is incredibly important, and we have been advocates of this from day one. And, in fact, we are a founding member of something called the Open Charge Alliance, which provides certification around OCPP and um, promotes the benefits of this. And we think that this is a, a key differentiator for us and our flexibility to provide great solutions for for our customers, but also something that we believe is just fundamental to the industry being successful in the long term
0: that makes sense um, let me bring this back around to the beginning for a second um, do, do the icon stations support fast charging and if not you know what's their charging rate and how important would you say uh, fast charging is towards solving range anxiety
1: uh, so there's a couple of different questions in there, of course. But uh, so first of all, Icon is actually uh, an AC as a level two charger, so it is not actually a fast charger. EV Box offers an array of products, all the way from a pretty simple residential charger called the LV, all the way up to a DC charger called Tronic, which is 100 kW. Icon itself is a level two charger that is for commercial use. So. It's best in those environments where people have, if they have an empty tank uh, or an empty battery, excuse me, it's best if they need that uh, to be completely full from empty that they have a couple of hours in, in order to do that. So it works really well in retail environments or commercial parking or uh, event spaces um, and or workplaces. And that kind of charger is much less expensive than the DC fast charging, and so it's a lot more accessible for a retail company, for example, to put in their parking lot at multiple places. Um, but there's also a need for that faster charging. If you think about corridor charging, for example, if you're driving down a freeway and you're between cities, you have to stop over to to fill your battery, you might want something that's a little bit faster than that. And that's where Fast charging comes in and DC comes in. So our Tronic unit actually provides that DC capability. Ultimately, there will be more AC chargers, level 2 chargers, out in the marketplace than there will be level 3, but a mix of those is very, very important so that drivers can get that flexibility that they need throughout their the entirety of their driving experience. That's also true for, for example, fleets. If you think about last mile delivery vehicles, they may charge overnight on a level two charger because they have time, but if they run out of juice during the day while they're out and about, they might need a DC charger so they can't connect and within a half hour they're back on the road and fulfilling the rest of their deliveries. So ultimately it's a real mix between level two and level three chargers.
0: That sounds about right. Mark, before I let you go, where in North America can the, the ICON stations be found right now? And where are you guys expanding to in the near future?
1: The ICON actually just came to North America in October. Uh, we're very excited about it. It's We had quite a quite a pent-up demand for it. We actually already have chargers out in places like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Colorado, New York. Uh, those were our early adopters who – who jumped on board right away. We're about to see uh, massive growth of that throughout North America, but especially in the United States. And one of the things I'm really excited about is we have developed a partnership with a commercial parking organization named Flash Parking that wants to work with EV Box to provide the icon in their customers' parking facilities for use by drivers who use those parking facilities and connect to – to flash parking software so that they can add that into the overall driver experience in that parking facility. The icons will be available in, in those throughout the country very soon. And, uh, you know, we're also looking forward to many partnerships with retailers that um, that are forthcoming. So we'll, we'll be seeing these throughout the country very, very soon.
0: Excellent. Well, we would definitely be following up on that. And as, as you might have figured it out. You know, electric vehicles and hybrids are a huge part of our business, and we're we're definitely looking forward to covering covering all the latest developments in the future. But uh, I want to I want to th- thank you, Mark, and on behalf of PSD, uh, thanks for your time and to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy, and have a great day.